Ossington. Ossington. The hacker podcast, the dark web today podcast people and like Mr. Hill and all that. They want you to wake up and like go on Twitter. Come on. Come on. Oh. From Saturday night onwards, Indian Twitter was rife with chatter of a big data dump that would reveal large-scale surveillance and hacking attempts made on journalists, bureaucrats, politicians, and even possible members of the judiciary. By Sunday morning, many names began doing rounds on WhatsApp groups. Finally, the big reveal came on Sunday at 9.30pm with The Wire putting out a list of 40 journalists whose phones were possibly infected with the Pegasus spyware. Some obvious and not-so-obvious names came up. Then, on Monday evening, another set of names were revealed which included political leaders, ministers in the Modi government, government functionaries and some even cooks and gardeners. All of this is a part of Project Pegasus, a collaborative investigation by 17 news organizations across the world along with a Paris-based non-profit Forbidden Stories and Amnesty Security Lab. So what is Pegasus? How was this surveillance done? And which names have been revealed till now? Here's your cheat sheet on Project Pegasus. First up, what is this Pegasus that everyone keeps talking about? Why is everyone talking about a mythical winged horse all of a sudden? Well, it's not a horse, it's a software. In simple words, it is a software that is used to spy on people using their phones. What Pegasus does is that it finds weaknesses in the phones that the manufacturers don't know about and then exploits them. You see, your phone has an operating system on it, like Android or iOS. It has tons of lines of code behind it. The developers of Pegasus go through these lines of codes and then find weak points and bugs. Then they find a way to break into the operating system using these vulnerabilities. After doing that, they activate the microphone and camera of the phone to listen and hear everything that the target is doing, including singing in the shower and doing other things in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, microphone is on. Yeah, yeah, I can hear him. What? What are these noises? Ugh! He's a threat to national security, shut the f*** down! Other than these noises, the hacked phone also starts transmitting data to the attacker. Like what apps are being used, what is being done on those apps, who the person is having a conversation with, what are they talking about, who have they been meeting, how many selfies have they taken before putting one up on Instagram. They harvest it all. Everything. Basically, it's like having a spy in your pocket. Pegasus turns your phone, which you bought and paid for to communicate with your friends and loved ones, into a weapon to be used by someone else. This spying software or spyware was developed by an Israeli private company called NSO Group. This is what their website says. NSO creates technology that helps government agencies prevent and investigate terrorism and crime to save thousands of lives around the globe. Apart from Pegasus, their latest innovation is this thing called Eclipse. It's literally a military-grade software to hack into drones in mid-air. So these guys mean business. 
Pegasus is a very sophisticated piece of software which is being sold to people for targeted surveillance. And NSO says in its transparency and responsibility report, NSO Group only licenses its most well-known software product, Pegasus, to select approved, verified and authorized state and state agencies, specifically to be used in national security and major law enforcement-driven investigations. What this means is that the NSO Group sells its products to only governments, not to individuals or private companies. And it's important to mention that this software is not like an APK that you can download from Telegram. It's quite expensive. Pegasus works if you buy a license from NSO, somewhat like a Photoshop license, if you're one of those rich freaks who uses Photoshop legally. The website says, NSO Group does not operate the Pegasus system and Pegasus can only be deployed by its government operators against one mobile phone number at a time. Much like a traditional wiretap, the tool is not designed for, nor can it be used in any manner for mass surveillance. But it can be used for targeted surveillance. So how much does this single license cost? According to this report, the cost of one license can be as high as 70 lakh rupees. As per 2016 estimates for spying on just 10 people using Pegasus, the NSO group charged a minimum of around 9 crore rupees. There is a recurring service cost and also an installation fee of 3.75 crore. Weirdly enough, this is like a set-top box for government and security agencies. A set-top box which the government uses to watch you. And it does not lose signal when it rains. Superior technology. Right, so now let's come to Project Pegasus. As I said before, this is a collaborative investigative journalism project by 17 news organizations across the world, along with a non-profit Forbidden Stories and Amnesty's Security Lab. Literally hundreds of people have worked on it. And this particular story is breaking across the world right now, not just in India. Forbidden Stories and Amnesty Security Lab got hold of a leaked list of 50,000 numbers straight from NSO and then they shared it with news organizations across the world. These numbers belong to people that NSO's clients had identified as potential targets. NSO says it has 60 government agency clients in 40 countries, which it will not name. So we don't know exactly who requested these numbers we put on a list. But a majority of the numbers identified were from 10 countries. Azerbaijan, Bahrain, Hungary, Kazakhstan, Mexico, Morocco, Rwanda, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates and of course India. What an amazing group of countries to be grouped up with, clearly. For the purpose of this video though, I am going to focus on the developments from India. In case you want to read more, I'll leave a bunch of links below for you to nerd out on. The Indian partner for this project, Pegasus, is The Wire. Check out their reports as well. One thing I need to clarify here is that without forensic analysis of the phone by organizations, it is not possible to determine whether the instrument was successfully infected with Pegasus. But after Amnesty Labs did a sampling of a few of these phones, they found that attempts were made on some while some were successfully hacked. They shared their findings with The Wire and other organizations based on which stories are being done right now. So the leaked list is of potential targets. Remember that. Now let's get to the heart of the matter. Whose names came up as potential Pegasus targets in India? 
Let me run you through them. First up, Rahul Gandhi. Two of his phone numbers appeared on this list. One was added during the run-up to the general elections in 2018 and another after the polls. Apart from that, five of his close associates figure on the list as well, including Sachin Rao and Alankar Shavai. Next up, political strategist Prashant Kishore. A forensic examination of his phone revealed some unsuccessful attempts in 2018, months before the general election. Then again in April this year, a day before the last phase of the West Bengal elections. A third, possibly successful attempt was made in June 2021 for 14 days and July 2021 this month for 12 days. This was also the day Kishore met the Gandhis. The weird thing is that Prashant Kishore's phone was targeted while he was in touch with the wire for this investigation. Bizarre. Speaking of the Bengal elections, Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee's nephew, Abhishek Banerjee, and her private secretary were also potential targets. Next up, our current Minister of Railways, Communication, Electronics, and IT, Ashwini Vaishnav. He appears to have been targeted back in 2017 when he was not yet a part of the BJP. Another number that appeared was the name of his wife. The interesting thing here is that his name came out precisely when he was defending the government on the Pegasus matter in parliament. This is what he said. The allegation is that individuals linked to these phone numbers were being spied upon. However, the report says that the presence of a phone number in the data does not reveal whether a device was infected with Pegasus or subject to an attempted hack. Without subjecting the phone to this technical analysis, it is not possible to conclusively state whether it witnessed an attempted hack or was successfully compromised. Okay then, the name of Prahlad Singh Patel, Minister of State for Jal Shakti, also came up. The leaked list not only contains phone numbers which belong to him and his wife, but even his cook and gardener along with 15 others. Giant net around him. Three other interesting names that popped up were Sanjay Kachru, who worked as an officer on special duty for Smriti Irani in her first years as a union minister and personal secretary to Vasundhara Rajay Sindhya back when she was the BJP's chief minister in Rajasthan. And third was Vishwa Hindu Parishad's leader Praveen Togadia. Someone that Adarniya Modiji doesn't like very much. He was clearly hitting Modiji very hard where it hurts. Moving on, next up are a few people related to the case involving Ranjan Gogoi, the ex-Chief Justice of India. Back in December 2018, one of Gogoi's female staffers accused him of sexual harassment and resisting his advances. Over 11 phone numbers belonging to the staffer and her close relatives were selected as targets for surveillance. The staffer recorded her allegations in a sworn affidavit on 20th April 2019 and was marked as a person of interest for Pegasus just days after this. Creepy. Here's one more. Ashok Lavasa, member of a three-man election commission, was selected as a potential candidate for surveillance. The attempt on his phone happened just weeks after he ruled that Prime Minister Narendra Modi had violated the model code of conduct while campaigning for the 2019 general elections. Next up, there were some strange names of potential targets that came up too. That includes virologist Gagandeep Kang, whose name was added in 2018, Hari Menon, the India head of Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and Jagdeep Chokar of Association of Democratic Reforms, or ADR. Finally, 
let's come to the journalists on the list. Project Pegasus found that 40 journalists were on the list of potential targets. Out of those, only 7 agreed to have their phones examined. The wires analysis of the data shows that most of them were targeted between 2018 and 2019, in the run-up to the general elections. Amnesty Labs detected successful infections in the phones of 5 journalists. Sushant Singh, Paranjoy Guhathakurta, SNM Abdi, Siddharth Vardarajan and MK Venu. Apart from those, the names of journalists Vijayata Singh, Swati Chaturvedi, Rohini Singh, Shaikat Datta, Shishir Gupta, Prashant Jha and J. Gopikrishnan was also on the potential target list. Wait, just realized something. I think I spoke to someone on the list here. Hello sir, kaise aap? Khana khake jana ha? Sab, sab ghar pe thik tha? Thanks. Who was I talking to? Who knows these things? Is anyone listening to me? I don't know. Am I important enough? Am I not anti-establishment enough? Do I have pegs? <laughs> the worst part of all of this is the government response. The first time the Pegasus story broke back in 2019, there was an intense debate in parliament. The then IT minister Ravi Shankar Prasad was asked whether the government of India had bought the Pegasus spyware from NSO. Clear question. RS Prasad said, and I quote, Sir, to the best of my knowledge, as he said, no unauthorized use has been done. That's all. No unauthorized use has been done? So, authorized use has been done? What even? This week, when the story broke, ANI put out an unsigned screenshot of a Word document where this was repeated again. Along with that fun letter, there was also an image put out, a literal screenshot of a sent email by the Secretary of Ministry of Mighty. Oh, and Ravi Shankar Prasad did a press conference where he denied everything the Project Pegasus investigations found and asked, quote, if over 40 countries are using Pegasus, why target only India? So a tacit admission that we have it? Yes? No? God damn it, tell the public already. Here's the thing, NSO has told us again and again that they sell Pegasus only to government agencies that have been vetted. And our government refuses to give a clear answer about whether or not they bought it. Yet, there are hundreds of numbers that appear in the potential target list from India. Some of them were even successfully hacked. So, either the government is just not admitting to it, or some other government is tapping those phones using Pegasus. If it's our government, then taxpayer money is being used to spy on citizens for what is clearly political reasons. And if it's some other government, then that is a massive threat to national security, something that Pegasus is supposed to protect us against. And before you say, aha, ye to Pakistan hai, know this, even Imran Khan's number, those of his staffers and hundreds of other numbers from the country were also on the target list. Just throwing it in there for no reason. This is a developing story. So keep an eye out on our reporting on the Pegasus project by visiting newslaundry.com and subscribe. We, being an independent platform, depend on our readers, viewers and listeners. Support independent media by subscribing to News Laundry. Go to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button at the top and pay to keep news free.